Hey, fuckers, we're back with another episode of the Lodcast. Today, we have a special guest while also having fun topics. Take it away, Ash. (laughs) So as you heard right there, uh, we've got got someone special on the podcast, someone who's not the typical hosts. Uh, Night Harrow here is uh, our guest. He runs the YouTube channel tabbed out is it tabbed out gaming or just tabbed out uh i think it's tabbed out but uh the website is like tabbed out gaming so yeah and uh he he does guides on games like eso uh he's he's making a name for himself growing faster than this channel did when we started so uh i guess i'll I'll start with how everyone's doing this week so matt we'll, we'll go with you mr podcast introducer how are of your last course. few weeks uh not too bad just been chilling um, you know, enjoying my break from school, so I've just been playing games, watching bad movies with friends. So, pretty good time. Pretty good time. How about you, Jay? How's how have your past few weeks been? Busy, very busy. Oh my god, I'm busy. <laughs> like a lot of stuff between learning music, writing scripts again because I'm getting back into YouTube. Helping out with this new series that this other channel is doing, which is really cool. Oh, is it the iceberg thing? Yeah, the iceberg. Yeah, and as yeah, you can yeah. see, I'm, I'm starting to break into streaming too. I'm going to be doing a stream this weekend as of the time of recording this. But uh, yeah, I did a stream a week or so ago, which was cool. You said iceberg? That's okay. Oh, yeah. So uh, he, he's doing a, well, a series with another channel. I tried to contact the guy because I was interested too. Uh, really? But he apparently never answers his emails. <laughs> Yeah, no, I messaged him through Discord. Um, he's a really cool guy. I'm sure he would love more people helping out on it, considering it's such a big undertaking. But he's he's doing like a lore iceberg for Elder Scrolls, so yeah, and it's expansive. I spent about two days writing the script just for like six or eight points. I don't remember how many I was doing, but there was a lot of research and interviews I had to read and watch and all that. Okay, that's really cool. I I still don't know if I'm uh, I'm not hip to the jive. Is iceberg a term? Yeah, it's oh. it's like um because you know how an iceberg has only a little bit of the ice on top and then like it goes yeah, yeah. super deep underwater. Yeah, it's like that. So like when you barely scratch, it's it's meant to represent like how deep the lore goes and like yeah. different like the highest part of the iceberg underwater is a certain part, and then the lower you go, the more niche and more difficult the lore gets. So it's I'm trying a format to... of like like meme almost where like stuff on the surface is common knowledge for the topic at hand. And the deeper down you go, the points get more abstract and obscure. Um, but yeah, it's a very popular niche on YouTube. Just look up iceberg video and there will be a thousand results for it. It's pretty interesting. All right. So is the point for it to be shallow or for it to be deep or to be deep? Like okay. stuff okay. that people haven't okay. heard of before at the end. Oh yeah. There are, there are a lot of those. Yeah, there are. The... There's like some for like uh like crazy cartoon episodes that never aired or <laughs> Guru uh, Larry here. Guru <laughs> Larry. <laughs> uh okay, so I guess with that uh we've gotten the host out of the way. Well, there's me. My uh my, my last two weeks have been pretty boring. I've been working on a video trying to make my comeback. I installed a mod for like Prey and it it took me like an entire day because no one knows how to properly comment their code for like github and all that stuff but i've been working what on that 
it's a camera mod, so it adds a free camera, kind of like in uh, games like Skyrim and all that. Oh. Yeah, so you can That's just like jump out of your thing, move, freeze time, etc. All that stuff, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> as you've heard, we have a guest, Night Hero. I introduced him a little earlier. Night Hero, how was your past few weeks, or how how's your life been <laughs> to the audience? <laughs> Uh, not too bad. Um, yeah, lost. Uh, we we've got five. I've got five rabbits. My wife and I. We lost one of them last week, so that was unfortunate. But uh, other than that, things have been pretty good. Just doing the YouTube thing. Yeah, and speaking of YouTube, would you like to like introduce us to your channel? What do you do? Like, what exactly is the Tabbed Out channel? Yeah. So uh, so the motto is is in game for everyone and. Uh, it's kind of a double entendre. So the idea is that, you know, the, the ESO community, uh, Elder Scrolls Online community is pretty small for any game, or at least that's perception. I think it's actually a little bit larger than people think. Uh, it's just the most like elite players. That's a small group, but that's the case in any game and any sport and anything. So, um, yeah, so it's to get people that are that are more casual to be able to run in-game content and do it successfully and not get frustrated and want to rage quit. And, uh, yeah, so that's the, the most, you know, simple and basic meaning. And then I think the other thing is that, uh, you know, people always joke in, in elder scrolls that like the real in game is like the housing or the fashion or all that other stuff. And I think that's another aspect of it too, because, you know, nobody, nobody is only one thing, you know, we all play different games. We all like different things. You can, you can like multiple things at the same time. And, you know, you don't just have to do in-game content. You can also be super into housing while also being a hardcore raider. And, uh, and I think there's room for that in Elder Scrolls. So that's the idea. Interesting. So what got you into the game and then what got you into YouTube? Um, you know, I, uh, I started playing Elder, uh, Elder Scrolls game with Arena. Back when oh. you had to, yeah, back when you like loaded into DOS oh, mode. Oh, gee. <laughs> from the past, from the distant past. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it was old or if I'm, if I was just really young or if, if, if I got the game like five years after it came out. I don't even remember, honestly. But, uh, yeah, killing rats, you know, rat slayer <laughs> extraordinaire. That's how every Elder Scrolls player starts. Except for Skyrim. I think you feel spiders before you kill rats in that game but every other game is like rat central yeah yeah i think that was like the tutorial or whatever if i'm remembering you know memory's a, a fickle thing but uh dagger fall this is another thing that games just don't do this anymore like reminiscing on the old days you could become a vampire and a werewolf in dagger fall which is the second elder scrolls game and it was not advertised on the box and that was really the only place to advertise was on the box. And so it was really cool that you could find find that out in game and just discover it for yourself. What to say, I know like the system in that game is very abstract that you being even able to become like a werebore. So that's actually really cool. Yeah, no, I've never been able to get into Daggerfall. It's just uh it's too much for me. I can't handle graphics. Graphics are too good. I, I wouldn't I even it. say yeah, graphics <laughs> are too good. <laughs> I wouldn't even say graphics because like I can handle if the game's good, like because I've played Fallout One and Two, like those graphics, I wouldn't say are exceptional. I'd say they're on par probably with Arena and Daggerfall. But like I've heard Daggerfall is amazing. I just like I look at them like, oh, no mouse controls unless I install X Y Z mod. No, I'm not doing this. 
there actually is like a really cool version of it that I actually did a video on a while ago uh, for called Daggerfall Unity. That's very nice. Yeah, they cleaned up all the bugs and stuff, right? Exactly. And you can use the console like in Skyrim, Oblivion, and Marlowe too. I mean, some of it's nostalgia, like the the procedurally generated dungeons. You needed to save when you entered the dungeon because you could get lost and never be able to find your way back out. Oh yeah, and then you'd like play the game. You would hard lock yourself inside because you can't get out, and or you'd even soft lock yourself because like the game's just that glitchy. I've I've heard the stories because I uh, follow a few YouTubers who play it on the regular. I just mean by like literally getting lost. Like in theory, I probably could have gotten back out, but I just had no idea how to do it. Not even getting like glitched or stuck or anything. Like literally not knowing how to find the exit again. One of the uh, try and true methods, which I've never been good at because I never do a magic playthrough when I try to play Daggerfall, is the uh, market recall spell is supposedly extremely necessary for hardcore players who just want to go in and loot dungeons all the time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think that whole genre of games of like older games, and I mean, it's probably still true today, but uh, uh, there were there are things that were broken about them and exploits that just kind of became part of the game. Like I, like if you if you needed gold and you just started out a character, you would just go out in the wilderness, or at least I would. I would go out in the wilderness and I would just like sleep until a monster came and kill it and then do that over and over again because it was pretty much instant. And then you get enough swag to go buy a cart and a horse. Then you can fill up the cart and the horse and now you got all the gold you need. I loved that. That was something I really want them to reintroduce because the carts were my favorite thing to just kill people in the dungeon, load up the cart, send it off back to the town with yourself, obviously, and just unload that thing and the general stories. And then the banking system and all that. It's a fun in this game. Uh, you're like, I got, I got some bloody armor here. I got a bent sword. Come on, give me some gold for this. <laughs> 5,000 gold? Hell yeah. <laughs> so how, how'd you get into ESO? Was it just like, because I know for a lot of people, just the kind of jumping off point is like, all right, this is the only only other trolls to go to. So I guess I'm going to go to that. Well, uh, so my addiction, I just told you, I started when I was pretty young and uh, and I had a problem for a lot of years and um, I had to go cold turkey on uh, on PC games, you know, just Uh-oh. one too many, <laughs> one, one too many nights or mornings i'm not really sure that was the problem where it's like i don't know if the sun is going up or if it's coming down how long have i been playing uh so so i took a break for a long time uh and i I played wow for a little bit back in the day and then uh that was like 10 15 years ago (laughs) and uh yeah i just uh, finally you know uh, try to be more healthy um you know uh, been in a AA program, and now I uh, I feel like I can I can partake without uh without binging now. So, oh yeah, that's great. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm on that same level. I I slept today at like 1 p.m. Like literally after I finished editing that document, <laughs> and I woke <laughs> up like two hours ago. So, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So how did that get you into your whole YouTube thing? Because I know you t- typically. It's it's quite a transition to go from just playing a MMO to like making content. Yeah, um, you know, I actually started. Uh, I was attending a university, and um, I'm, I'm 
into education just in general and uh you know things like Khan Academy I think are great but uh there's not a lot for for everything you need and you know Khan Academy or and that's really the the only major free one it's really geared towards children more so than adults and uh so yeah I I wrote a proposal got a small grant and uh worked with the department head to make um uh, videos for uh, a data structures class so programming and oh. uh, so i actually started by doing that and it was really out of frustration more than anything the yeah, classes I... were taught so poorly and there was no uh there just wasn't that much instruction or information so i took the class and then after i took the class i did that and got got approval for the grant and started doing educational videos on that yeah, when I did uh when I took data structures a few years back, oh lord, it was it was bad. Uh the the professor just ended up like making everything multiple choice because people weren't doing too good on assignments. <laughs> and she just ended up giving up on it. So I can't even I can tell you like about one or two data structures probably, but I don't remember a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Um and and you go to like look up YouTube videos and uh a lot of them if you're an English speaker, there there're some that are technically in English. I say technically because a lot of times they're yeah, the, the accent is so hard that it's like literally uh and I'm I'm kind of a xenophile, like I I enjoy people from other cultures and I'm just extremely interested in that kind of thing. But when you can't understand what someone's saying, it's really frustrating when you're trying to learn. Yeah, so uh, I'm assuming th- if I'm assuming this right, you you got kinda got into YouTube because you like the whole teaching thing and you saw a game like Elder Scrolls Online, which like the end game is very intimidating for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. I mean, that was a, a, a bit of go, but I think that kind of broke the seal on on making content and it wasn't very good. And, you know, even today, I'm, I'm still trying to improve my content isn't uh, uh, isn't near the quality I would like it to be. But yeah, that kind of broke the seal. And then, yeah, after that, it, uh, looking at, at some of the other creators uh, on on YouTube, especially for Elder Scrolls, uh, this so many people do this, they just take their content from streaming don't edit anything oh and they throw up the vods and then they yeah. throw it up and then it's like cool here's your youtube video on how to do this and it's it's, it's, it's bad yeah it's very low effort i know what you're talking about I, back when i started i'm still kind of a stickler about this but i would fucking i would go at it on people about like low effort content <laughs> yeah well and then the uh, the other thing about eso in particular so it was really a a business i you know decision so then there's people like, so this dude makes like super high quality, like like production quality stuff, but he's fucking wrong half the time. And then the other half the time, he's just straight up lying to people to, to like get them to click on his video. Like, I'll show you how to do this and it'll be awesome and the best thing ever. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? He'll like re he'll he'll like bring back content. Oh, this is a meta build from like two years ago. Oh, this is my my infinite sustain blah 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 clickbait bullshit build for killing things in delves yeah so i don't know that's it and there's some that do good content but it's weird because the people that are that have the best content are like uh especially for in-game there's people that are like which no one has ever fucking heard of unless you're like an in-game person and you like know the guy um he'll have videos that like the only video for doing for for clearing some content right only video up on it from like a certain perspective, a tank perspective or something, it's been up for two years, three years. It's got like 2000 views. And then we'll put up a video 
that's complete garbage and bullshit and it'll have like 35,000 views and it was put up like two days ago. Wow. So, yeah. Right. No, no, no. I completely understand the sentiment, Knight. And I also very much have had issues like that with people. It, he just he just lies to people, man. And I, I hate it when people take advantage of others for their own gain. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a very common thing for big YouTubers to take advantage of people, especially when it comes to making content for them. Like, I can't tell you the... I can, stuff. Yeah, I can't tell you the amount of people when I was starting that I've I've done art for. Like, it, it's the reason why I know so many people in the community because I've like done favors for them. Yeah, no. I, back in the day, I was everywhere. I was I'm like a slimy little rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, enough of me. Let's let's start wrapping this interview up. So, now, now that you kind of explained uh, why you do what you do. Uh, how do you go about making your videos, Knight? <laughs> uh, yeah, so what I do is uh, I come up with, you know, obviously a particular topic, usually kind of crowdsourced a little bit to, to figure out what would be most, because I'm trying to, I don't know, my, my whole thing is I want to help people, and I, and I know it's just a video game, so it's not that really, I'm not, I'm not curing cancer or anything here, but uh, I would like to help people, and so uh, that's kind of what I gear my content towards, and I feel like people, you know, the, the idea is that maybe people will appreciate that. So uh, start with topics that, that people find confusing or hard to deal with. A lot of stuff is around uh, tanking an ESO, but I also do stuff that I'm passionate about, just some of the like stealing and Nightblade kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, I, I'm dyslexic, so I don't really, uh, writing a script is not really something I can, I can do. I think doing a, a small intro is, and then pseudo actually following the script is about all i can do uh just because of time constraints and then um yeah it depends on the video if it's something where i'm showing a lot of stuff in game then i will record that first and do like a voiceover and if it's the opposite where i'm just kind of talking about the game a lot and there's nothing to really show then i'll do i'll, I'll like record audio and then uh and then you know paste in some like b-roll or what have you and then uh you know anything useful that I can pop up on the screen. And then, uh, yeah, I, I spend quite a bit of time editing it. So by the time I'm done, I feel like I've listened to everything at least like six times. So, uh, and then, yeah, and then I'm pretty much done at that point. And then I, I, I watched the whole thing again and I realized that it's all, it's all garbage. So I, um, so I, so I usually just get rid of it and, uh, start over and try to do the same video a second time. Uh, and then sometime after that, uh, I call it good enough, and I uh, send it to the presses. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Do you like um, like what what's your equipment like? What do you use in terms of uh, audio and stuff? Because your audio does sound pretty crisp. I always like to go out and make sure people know that their audio sounds pretty good. Because usually when someone starts, if you ever look at some of my old videos, oh, they were they were not nearly as good as yours tonight. So. <laughs> Yeah, when I started out, I would I would skirt around audio issues and all that stuff by like I would go super hard into the audio editing, like I'd zoom in on the waveforms, I'd like cut out little hitches and all that stuff. And Christ, I was, still didn't I was doing that like ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I, I would blast the music up to like maximum without hurting people's. E Actually, I did hurt people's ears <laughs> to like hide any mistakes because like if the music's loud enough, you can't hear my audio. <laughs> you can't hear the over the um narration then exactly. you're gonna complain <laughs> and i used to get a lot of comments like hey man turn on the music and i'm like yeah ha, ha, yeah yeah i'll turn it down it up. 
Uh, yeah, so I'm using a, uh, a Rode pod mic right now. Um, I just, you know, did a bunch of research and, and what have you uh, to try to figure out what I needed to do. And I, I heard that more so than visuals, that audio was important. And so I kind of focused on that. So I got a Rode pod mic. I mean, I'm still learning stuff. I learned uh, yesterday that if I just keep it off axis, it helps from uh, from getting, you know, plosives. Oh, is, uh, it, is it a USB or is it like uh, DAC based? Uh, yes, I don't know what the second thing you said was, uh, <laughs> but uh, but it's uh, using an XLR cord, so it's not a USB. Yeah, so, so it's, it's a DAC based thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got the whole digital to audio converter. Yeah, yeah. So uh and then I, I ordered a cloud lifter and another just a just a foam like pop filter. So um to help with some of that stuff. But uh yeah, that's my audio setup and then uh got a second monitor, which is amazing for editing. And uh and then I'm just using um all all Mac products, so Logic Mac. Pro <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's actually really nice with the uh, student student edition or whatever. It was only like, I don't know, several hundred, four, 400 or something for like all of the the whole suit of products. And it's been working pretty well. Yeah, no, I, I heard uh, Mac, a lot of people like to use Macs for editing just because uh, software is a lot easier to use. I personally, well, <laughs> I don't have the money to go get a Mac even with all my student stuff. But Yeah, well, I'm on a... I'm going to Hackintosh. Uh, oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it looks like our, our guest here. Night Hero, you hear that, Apple? He's um, he's pirating. So he's, he's, he's breaking <laughs> his contract with you guys. Uh, yep, you can find me. Uh, just look up Night Haro in the uh, in the local yellow pages, white pages, and you'll find me. Yeah, Um. all right. So with all that. What do you want to do in the future with your channel? And like, do you have any other like interests you'd like to kind of wrap in there? I want to get rich, motherfucker. No. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I want to get a, a, a decent library of, of content for people so that it is inclusive. And so they don't have to go, well, great. You got this one video and you mentioned this other thing, but now I need to know about that other thing. And there, you know, I found some random guy, but his video is, you know, uh, again, someone who's just doing it casually or just trying to actually, I would say that some of the best videos are done by just people trying to help people out and you're, and they're just using whatever they have. And I think that's really cool that they're just trying to, but it's also doesn't make for the best, uh, uh, watching or viewing pleasure, but, uh, yeah. So to do more content and then, um, working on a, a website, uh, however, it just, it just takes a lot of time to do all that stuff because I think that some, some things are better in written form and then some things you want to watch a video for. So just trying to, you know, create a, a more complete ecosystem for people to, to get uh, the stuff and then, you know, the useful information for them. Yeah, that's, that's very noble. I, I appreciate that. I know when I was doing endgame stuff, it was very difficult and people are like writing out paragraphs, trying to explain stuff and it's never the best. Sometimes a picture really is worth a thousand words. And sometimes you're just like, I don't want to watch your 20 minute video on how to do this fight, man. Just tell me what this mechanic it's, it's is. It's like literally when I was trying to learn how to like light attack weave, by the way, for those who don't know, light attack weaving is like a mechanic in uh, ESO where in between every ability you use, you uh, basically just press your little uh, light attack button, which is your normal attack. And like you can cancel stuff. 
but basically it it ups your damage per second and it's it's a very critical thing but like every single video you'll find about it is 40 minutes of goddamn filler and then like a second of gameplay like yeah that's super easy you just do it like this like all right thanks uh it, thanks for showing me how to do this after 40 minutes of waiting through your video you know that's one of the things that uh i, I was gonna maybe mention later but just youtube videos in general right like that's the trope it's a six minute long video and you got to skip to five and a half minutes before they get to the point I'm like nobody wants to listen to that gotta get that watch time yeah, well, let me let me tell you about all my other content. So uh, if you'll tr- check out my uh, my bit stream and then uh, also like and subscribe. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we got another thing on the website. If you want to go check that out, um, you'll find me over here. And uh, but don't forget to tell them to smash the like button. Oh, and tell them about your new shirts on Teespring. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, run, I really want to do like a video. So. You know, if I could get more people, I would really like to do some just funny videos, but I would love to do one where that was the whole video. Just 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 like a five minute video of telling people to check out all your other content and then be like, cool, deuces. Uh, you ever read <laughs> Sad, uh, Raid Shadow Legends one? Oh, yeah. Have you seen uh, my Raid yeah. Shadow Legends video night? <laughs> oh, no, I haven't. Yeah. So you for, have one? It, it was the last video I made. Well, second to last, but uh, basically, here, actually, let me just pull it up for you. Oh yeah, shit. Uh, speaking of that, we gotta talk about today's sponsor, uh, NordVPN. Yeah, <laughs> along with Skillshare. Yes, and Skillshare. They were kind and enough to give us a sponsorship today. Oh, and also ExpressVPN, both of them. Yeah, NordVPN, ExpressVPN. They weren't too happy they had to share a spot. We said, if you want to be on the Lodcast, you gotta make You know, the Lodcast, the, uh, the premier podcast, the biggest that podcast on the entire... Viewers. <laughs> Choose NordVPN because you don't know any better. Choose ExpressVPN because... You I don't, don't know, know any better. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is my April Fool's video I posted in guest to the show. Uh, I think it was like six or seven minutes of a Raid Shadow Legends ad that I just read oh out. Oh my god! I wasn't actually sponsored, but you gotta, I, you gotta contact uh, Raid, the Raid HQ, and you gotta let them know you just gave them some sweet free advertisement. It was impossible to find like footage from their ads and all that. Like, oh, just look up like any popular YouTuber. Yeah, yeah that's what I ended up doing. Footage. I ended up like downloading YouTube videos and like stealing the clips out of those. Yeah, just use John Chom's video. Fair <laughs> use. Fair use. Exactly. If I talk over it and I make it small enough on my screen, it's fair use. Put a dancing anime girl on there. They won't catch you. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, to kind of wrap this up. Um, so is there anything else that the host would like to ask our guest tonight? Uh, yeah, actually. So I'm also recently getting into ESO. So your content's like just guides or is it also like lore about stuff that's going on too? So there is uh, no 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 lore whatsoever. Um, part of the idea for doing the whole tabbed out thing, because it was just going to be Night Horror Gaming or something, was uh, to introduce people to other parts of the game than what they've originally or you know might be you know originally drawn to. Um, and I think stuff like lore is super cool, super interesting. Um, but no, I don't do anything of that like that. I just don't have the expertise to do anything like that. I don't yeah. blame you. Elder Scrolls lore is... It took me 10 years to just kind of comprehend it, so I don't blame you. <laughs> I think it would be really cool, though, if you're, if you're doing some videos. I'd love to check them out, and then maybe I could 
recommend to people uh, some of that stuff because I think it's cool when you're like, okay, hey, cool, well, this is how you do this trial. And then if you want to know why the hell we're here, check out this video or something like that. I do want to eventually play through ESO and make uh, some content on the factions, like some of the ones that aren't in a lot of the other games. So that would be cool. But yeah, no, if if I ever make videos, because I'm a huge lore person, but if I ever get around to doing it, I'll I'll let you know and you can check them out for yourself. Not an ad advertisement for myself, but it is. I make El I made Elder Scrolls content. I still kind of do. Uh, it's some really deep shit. You probably won't understand it unless you're like in big brain, tons of wrinkles. You you know exactly what like some super mundane vague shit means, but it's there if anyone wants to watch it. I do remember watching your Coda video. I think that's actually how I discovered your channel was watching the Coda video. And it gave me a somewhat better understanding of it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, and I'll, I guess this will be some advice towards you before we move on tonight. Um, don't try and like, I, I know you, you want to make ESO content. And for the time being, that's what you should do completely. Uh, but try your best not to railroad yourself into content. Because I railroaded myself so hard into Elder Scrolls lore that it took me like two years to get out of it and that like stifled my growth so hard because I, I went through a channel name change this channel used to be called half-baked productions uh and i went through like tons of different changes i changed up content completely i changed how i made stuff but if, if you ever feel the need that you want to change your content or shift i suggest you do it as early as possible so that you don't build an audience off the previous content or if you want to expand i suggest you expand early on Okay, that's really good advice. It, um, uh, I, I've actually been trying to figure out recently because when I put up a tanking video, they just get so many more views than anything else. But I really like some of the stealing and stuff like that. And I'm pretty much a subject matter expert on that kind of stuff. Like, I'm sure somebody else knows just as much or maybe a little bit more than me, but I, I know pretty much all there is to know about how to, how to steal and how to do Nightblade shit. And, uh, but those videos like don't get hardly any clicks. And so it's like, well, fuck, do I just need to like just do tanking videos? And uh, so but I don't want to. So that's that's good advice. I'll keep keep doing varied content. Yeah, don't ever let if you want to do content, just do it. Don't ever feel pressured to. But like, just make sure it is something you know you want to do. Yeah, like, I did. I did a funny video that my wife like encouraged me to. She wanted me to do it. Uh, and it's literally on just like a little cute Jerboa guy in uh vivek and i just like made up a story and it's like three minutes long and i'm like yeah this is my buddy rogue i just want to introduce everybody and uh i like lost subscribers from doing that video <laughs> that dumb, i think it'll be funny even make if because it, it's like it's just a little joke video. Make, make it a part of your brand night like i've made my meme videos a part of my brand <laughs> yeah I, I planned we actually got some other ones planned but i was just like yeah fuck it i guess i don't know but it's good to it's good to be, have encouragement so if it keeps happening. I can uh, know that I'm I'm still doing the right thing. I think it's important, and I've recently gone through this metamorphosis as well. And revelation, I should say, not metamorphosis. But it's important to recognize you're probably going to gain or lose subs anyway. And the people that stick around that actually like your content are the people you should obviously listen to and like care about, because there are so many people that have been around since day one of my channel. There are people that came in left came in left and they've always been understanding about 
the the people that stayed are always understanding about stuff and are the people that typically always come to your videos first. But yeah, um, I think with that, we can move out of this little, uh, not little, <laughs> probably going to make the majority of the podcast, but uh, this interview, and we can move on to the general internet stuff and news. Luckily for us, there wasn't a lot of stuff uh, that happened in, over the past few weeks since E3 was just recently. We had a whole entire video on that. So let's start with the first thing. I'll hand it off to you, Jay. Uh, the topic one, this is just all general inter stuff, internet stuff that's happened uh, since the last podcast that we want to talk about now. I guess the first topic is the Switch OLED and Steam Deck, or Switch Killer, as some people are referring to it as. It's an interesting. I've, I've actually seen this. And it looks pretty cool, except I'm concerned about the battery life from what I've heard. Apparently, this is a Steam-patented, Steam-made, Steam-advertised, Steam-sold, everything through Steam, praise Gaben, uh, little tiny Switch-esque computer thing that's handheld, charge it up, can play any game from Steam that can actually run on the device itself. So it's this just cool little thing that people are excited about. Everyone's like, is this Switch killer? And then the people that are actually playing Switches, are, they just don't care. But it does look interesting. I would love to play Oblivion on the go <laughs> when I'm on an airplane if it lasts more than an hour. So I'm just going to rant here real quick. I think this is going to go the way of the Steam controller and the Steam machine. So for those who are completely aware of this, and to kind of give some backstory to all this, Steam is known for making things especially hardware and just abandoning it like they, they just they, they'll make something they'll be like yeah this is gonna be your next big thing we're putting all our money into this and then they'll just be like yeah not enough people bought it it didn't end up being the big thing we wanted so we're just gonna like drop it off uh a short pier or whatever the expression is Drop it off a cliff, forget about it. <laughs> are, yeah. they, are, are they actually making these yeah. products? So, so they're making they're them. They're 100% making these. This is like a full production thing. I'm assuming it's going to be limited in comparison to something like an Xbox or a PS4 in terms of availability. But like, they're straight up, they got manufacturers, they've, they've gotten all the stuff like figured out. But I'm completely convinced that it won't be enough and it's just going to be another half-assed Steam endeavor. I know it's like the, not the, in, yeah, kind of like the index and the, the vibe and all that stuff. They produce these things and you have to actually buy it through Steam's app itself and your account and you got to put in your info and they'll ship it to you like Amazon style. So they themselves are the seller or not the seller, but the manufacturer, the middleman themselves, and they themselves control the entire process of before it gets to your door. But yeah. Pretty much how you like order a vibe or something. Yeah, and to kind of like iterate on what Jay's saying here, um, th there's there's a f the going in line with the whole battery thing. I think a, a kind of breakdown of the the actual hardware behind this is very important because what they've done is they've gone. I don't know if it's nest. I don't know if it's like an APU, uh, which is a combined CPU with a graphics processing unit, or if it's like like the whole thing where they uh, that. Because they 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 contracted AMD to help them make all this, so it's basically like um very similar to console architecture, or the the big console architecture is not the whole Switch stuff because Switch went with Nvidia. So what they ended up doing was they got kind of like a CPU that's a little weaker than like the Xbox uh, Series S or yeah a little weaker than that, and they went with 16 gigs of RAM, 
and then they're like running like the newest version of like uh amd's gpus or what they said it was uh whatever um i think it was it wasn't zen zen's their cpus but it was whatever the newest iteration of their technologies and the second i saw that i was like holy shit how much battery life is this thing gonna have like is it gonna just like burn through? I've I've been hearing online that it's like people are like, oh yeah, if you throw on like a heavy game like Cyberpunk, I know it's buggy as all hell, but it's a very graphically demanding game. Like if you throw that on, it'll probably last like an hour. So like an hour for on the go gaming. When are you gonna do that? You're gonna bring it to work and then do it during your like your lunch break or something? Is is that it? If I want a portable console, I want a portable console when like. I'm not going to have access to a charging port or something that's going to like tie me down for extended periods of time. So like the switch was great with that. And sadly I feel like the switch is underpowered, which is kind of the whole issue with um the switch OLED that came out uh, kind of transitioning wow. this. Uh, and people were like, Oh, the switch OLED is going to be the switch pro, but no, the switch OLED was just the switch same chipset and everything but with an OLED screen and they don't even have like any software stuff that like tells the game that you're running on an OLED screen. It's all like, yep. The screen is just different, but Wait, seriously, that's all they did. Yeah. There's no... the impression. It was like the super switch basically. No, it's, it's literally just a fancy screen. That's dumb. It's that in my professional opinion, I, that sounds pretty dumb. Yes. Yeah, it seems sound like just a marketing thing. Yeah. 100%. OLED. People have heard OLED's good. OLED's the best. I, I like the idea. Best. I just like the idea of like an OLED executive has pictures of like live Nintendo execs and he's like blackmailing. He's like, you're going to release our new OLED switch, right? And he's like, <laughs> yes, yes, we would release. Really- uh, that was a very uh oh, Infinity Break canceled. <laughs> oh boy, oh, <laughs> they're, ja- they're Japanese. I don't know how. Do you want me to actually speak fluent Japanese? No, they're just like, oh yes, yeah. we will release the OLED Switch. I promise. <laughs> no, no, they don't say it like that. They have like the su at the end. They're like, oh, we would release release the OLED Switch. I can do a very uh, Mickey Rooney esque Asian voice, but I don't want to do that on camera. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm sorry for any Oriental viewers that are offended. I did not mean to. I promise. So, uh, do you have any opinions on this, Matt? What What do you think is going to happen to our glorious Steam Deck, the so-called um, Switch Killer? I think the Steam Deck. I think it will. I they'll eventually abandon it. I agree with you there. However. I don't think it will be a total dud, like, um, whatever. I think it was, wasn't it like the Steam machine? Yeah, the Steam machines. That, like, all the cloud-based gaming stuff, that's always, like, dead right when, like, right in the beginning, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I first heard about this, I'm like, oh, here we go, another fucking cloud-based gaming thing. But then when I heard that it's not, I was like, oh, wow, maybe it has a shot. But I didn't know about the whole battery life thing. So what they might do is this they'll release it the battery will suck but then they'll be like hey we got this cool thing that you plug in and you have more battery now <laughs> you mean so a you battery pack yeah, exactly <laughs> but this one's different it clips onto the device itself 
Yes. Like it's, it's made for. It's going to be like one of those super bulky like gaming exactly. phone battery exactly. cases. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. It's like literally like heavier than the actual consoles. It's a but... it's a steam power block. You know, they'll call it something cool. Yeah. A steam valve. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what they'll steam call it. Steam powered brick. <laughs> but I do like that it's open software. They I think they're running it off of Linux. Yeah, it's the Steam OS. So it's it's um it's actually like a uh, they, they took like a fork of Linux. I forget exactly which yeah. fork it was, but and then they made it into their own thing. And apparently, it's very low level, so it performs well. But you can install Windows on it, like so you don't, were talking. You don't about. have to worry about Microsoft updates every other week. Everybody, you heard it first. Steam I mean, Deck, I, Switch Killer. I like I like that they're um doing something like that instead of having just like oh no, it's just Steam. Sorry. Sorry. And then when it comes to will it kill the Switch? I don't think so. Because I feel like Switch has a loyal audience to where they really have no incentive of pun intended switching. (laughs) I actually I saw a comic of that from one of my favorite uh, internet artists and they had the actual characters playing the different consoles. And the person comes in like, I'm stronger than you. And then the Switch is like, okay. And then it's like, come on, Mario, let's go on an adventure. It's like they don't have Mario. They don't have any of the Nintendo characters. Yeah. That's so, like, so how is it going to kill the Switch when the Switch has its own market? But Exactly. Yeah. But that's my overall take on it. Since we're kind of running out of time, um, we are going to uh, quickly jump over X Defiant. X Defiant looks awful. From what I saw, it's like Ubisoft Super Smash, but they don't have any fighting and it's guns and it looks shit. So I haven't um, even heard of it. So <laughs> there, you go, there you go. It's like they threw the name. They got the name out of random word generator. X Defiant. We have Splinter Cell, but not really in the game. It's Sam Fisher. It's him. It's it's Mr. Tom Clancy. <laughs> it's just his old man. <laughs> with yeah, he has a cane, uh, but like inside the cane is like a fucking gun. It's a cane gun. Exactly. All right, so uh, I guess with that, we'll move on to whatever we want to talk about in the uh, interest of time. First topic is mine. Uh, by the way, the whatever we want to talk about section, for those who don't know, is the section where we talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. So mine is crypto influencer scams. So I don't know how many of you saw this. But, is this the Phase Clan? Thing? Yeah, the Phase Clan thing. Oh, uh, this is a, this is just something else. So, That's a name I haven't heard of. All. Phase Clan, you know, the guys used to do COD sniping no scope videos that I used to watch back when I was like in like sixth grade, and I was like, "Whoa, that's so cool! He sniped someone." Tomahawk <laughs> across the map. Wow! And it killed the band. <laughs> it really did. So FaZe has evolved past their COD roots and they've gone a very sour route where basically they just make like videos and live in a house together now, you know, typical YouTuber yeah. stuff. But recently one of them, a bunch of them got caught doing a crypto pump and dump scam. So they got this coin called I Save. I like that name. I'm sorry. <laughs> it like processed a second after you said it. I was like, what did you just say? <laughs> so okay to elaborate the word pump when you pump a stock or pump a crypto i know it it sounds exactly like the other thing when you pump it and then when you pump the stock up and you make a lot of money and the second people buy in you get rich and you sell 
and that's what the dump part is called. But basically, they call they were advertising this coin, super professional video, like properly edited. They got like rice gum and shit. They got all these people. Oh, like, that's how you know. Oh, <laughs> big YouTubers, I mean, washed over, washed out YouTubers. Yeah, the the whole the whole thing. And they're like, it's the save the kids coin. It's gonna save the kids. It's like oh. a coin, a crypto coin you put money into, and all the it's money. It's magically. Oh god. No. <laughs> oh, race And the second that people bought into it, because they all advertised this on their Twitters as well, every single one of them sold the coins the second that it like spiked up in price. Because and they like got away with the money, and the coin just ended up failing because it was just that it was a coin made explicitly to make money. And we this all of this was found out by like this this amazing YouTuber. His name's Coffeezilla. Uh, he does like videos on all these scams and stuff. And he ended up finding out this guy's this guy named Phase K, uh, his crypto wallet from like when he was doing his transactions. And they found out this guy has been doing these schemes for like years. He like maliciously does it. Like he he'll advertise a coin, steal money from his fans, and just dip. And it's not even for huge amounts of money. You got to remember these guys have like contracts for millions of dollars. This guy's doing this for like 10k, 40k. Like, is that really worth your entire like name? Because he was kicked out of phase. He was banned. Yeah, that's not. And it's like I don't think I don't think forty thousand dollars is worth your couple million dollar contract. Yeah, that's. It's that old adage, you either die the hero or you live long enough to steal people's money, I guess. God. <laughs> well, that's news to me. Matt, what did you come up with for the week? Oh, yeah, they announced a RoboCop game. The same guys that made that uh, Terminator game that came out. Uh, There's a Terminator game? Yes. It was... It's... uh. The thing is... The company that made that really shitty Rambo game made the Terminator game. Oh, the on-rail shooter? No. Yeah. (laughs) However, surprisingly, the Terminator game was pretty fun. But you have to be a fan of Terminator, like the original Terminator in order to like... Because if you're just playing it as like a casual, like, oh, I just want to play an FPS, you're going to be like, oh, this fucking sucks. It's rehab. Oh, yeah, because they basically like... For lack of a better term, they copy. Is is this the one where they yes. basically copied Fallout Four? Yes. Yeah, but it's fun. I really enjoy it, and they're making a RoboCop game now. So I have a high hope that they will stick to like the source material and like you know act like they know RoboCop and shit. Because I grew up on '80s action movies, so like seeing these, they're gonna remake the 2008 out. version of them. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't yeah. say that. That movie sucked so bad. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, hey. Easy on the OG RoboCops. <laughs> I used to watch that shit on TV all the time. I, I love the original RoboCop, but that remake was... Uh, he, he, we give uh, him uh, the illusion of free nah, will by installing would, a chip in his brain. I would, <laughs> I would never disrespect the OG RoboCop. That movie is amazing. Uh, it's a it's a classic. I mean, it it's from classic. the '80s. It's got a big gun, big man, and big morals in it. Oh, are you saying? Are you saying you like a specific type of man, Jay? <laughs> big you know, gun. Everyone's big, got their big taste. man. Everyone's <laughs> got their taste. You know, That's sometimes you just you're just in the mood for a big gun. You can quote me on that. Anyway, <laughs> my girlfriend's gonna watch this and be like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Nothing. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry about it." Anyway. Overall, I'm very excited, and I hope the game's good. 
That actually is cool. You know, it's funny. We've talked about five different topics today, and I haven't heard of, like, four of them. <laughs> glad yeah, I just found out about it, like, this morning. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, well, you know what else? I found out something, like, an hour before we started the stream, actually. Good segue? Uh, mm -hmm. Good segue. I don't know how I do it. I swear. <laughs> um, but no, seriously. I actually did discover this, like... I was on the toilet right before the stream, and I was scrolling awesome, through Facebook. Awesome, very cool. <laughs> PG, and I see this trailer for the new Dead Space remaster, which is like a teaser trailer. And they're announcing that Dead Space is getting a remaster. And I don't know about you guys, uh, Dead Space is one of the few horror game series that I actually played the entirety of, loved it. And didn't exit out after five, ten minutes of playing it. Well, I mean, I did, but I, that was when I was like twelve, and I replayed him when I was like sixteen. I loved him. They're too but, scary. I don't like when the things come down and they try and kill me. Uh, I, I found out <laughs> early on. I like, um, like there's a very specific type of horror I can play, and that is um, Resident Evil Four, like primal horror, which is like the whole like idea of you're surrounded by enemies. You have to think on your feet, and you go into flight and flight or fight mode, and you have to like concentrate on what you're doing in order to survive. Um, which is it's similar. It's my own personal term. It's not an actual term, but that's what I like to refer to it as. And very few games do that, but the few horror games that do, I I love them so much. So like Resident Evil Four, Resident Evil Village, and the entirety of Dead Space, except the last one because the last one. EA decided to mess with. But I'm hoping EA has learned their lesson and doesn't mess up this remaster and we can get more cool Dead Space lore because we got a cliffhanger at the end of Dead Space 3 and there was supposed to be more games but EA was like, it didn't sell well enough. I'm like, I wonder why, EA. I wonder why it didn't sell well enough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm ranting. Anybody else got anything to say about it? Like, anyone else excited? I've never played a Dead Space game in my life. <laughs> fair, I fair hope the PC port's good. Yeah, they're oh, actually yeah. exclusively on PC and uh, next-generation consoles, so I'm excited. To play I played it. the original on the 360, and I enjoyed it a lot. But then I was like, oh, let me try the PC version. The PC port's awful. I hate it. Yeah, the PC port is uh, it's got some FPS problems and a bunch of weird control problems, doesn't it, yeah. by default? Yeah, but, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Apparently, a lot of games moving forward will be PC-made, and they don't just be crappy console ports. So that's cool. But yeah, I guess with that, we'll move on. Knight, do you want to talk about anything? It can be anything you want to talk about. Literally anything. You know, I I looked, I was doing research because you put this up and I was like, I don't know what any of these games are. X Defiant. I'm reading some stuff about this and it looks like someone tra like poorly trained an AI <laughs> to, to make like a, you know, an advert for for this kind of game like there's there's words thrown in there they got tom clancy they got it, it's just throwing some stuff in there but i actually saw a clip and and i i'm so skeptical of all games now you know just because i've been hurt one too many times if they actually they, they advertise as like tank healer and then like other kinds of classes and if they actually made an fps this is not a space I'm used to, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know of any that are actually like that, where you might have a tank who could, in theory, take a bunch of hits, but could flush people out so you don't get one shot from somebody camping a stairwell. I think that would be interesting. Well, it depends on what type of FPS it is. Yeah. Uh, the most common one is Overwatch. Yeah, I was going to say Overwatch. I love it. 
Overwatch. It's like uh, you get tanks, but the tanks in Overwatch aren't really like FPS tanks. They're kind of like they, they 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 don't really shoot much. They're more like I have a shield or something. I'm gonna like take damage. I don't really deal much damage in return. But I mean, I guess I guess deals damage. I I don't know what state he's in anymore. I'll be honest. With you. Yeah, that's right. They they metamorphosize every character every couple months. But yeah, Overwatch honestly. It, it, okay, I'll give Ubisoft the benefit of the doubt. If they do somehow manage to make this a good game, then they might be able to capture what made Overwatch so special. Because Overwatch kind of died because of lack of content and the terrible ba- balancing. And controversy. Yeah, and, and controversy. tons of controversy. <laughs> yeah. So if Ubisoft could do it successfully, good on them. Like, I'll try the game out. Yeah, well, then I was kind of thinking more just in a this isn't it's not a bat it's a good idea that's what i'm trying to say yeah completely it's a good idea so that not every character is the exact same but yeah if you could get some teamwork aspect to it so that you needed to you could come up with interesting party compositions as opposed to you know your your call of duty exactly hey, i think have you ever played overwatch i know it's a weird question to ask but have you ever done that no, no i haven't I think that's like I think it's kind of like look just look in the gameplay of it. It's it sounds kind of like what you're looking for because team composition in Overwatch is very important, and everybody's got to do their roles. Healer's got to heal, tanks got to be taking damage, and the DPS has to be killing people. Yeah. Things do not work. Well. Oh, okay. Okay. Peak, yeah. Yeah. Peak Overwatch is great. Like if you can get in that zone where it's you, everyone's doing their jobs and things are going good, then it plays amazingly. And that's honestly the reason why I. Because me and Matt played it competitively at college. Uh, yeah, which is the reason why I told you that one time, uh, Jay, on stream, where I was like, I have a bad history with that game. Yeah, I know. I was afraid (laughs) to bring it up, but I was like, this is relevant. I'm not just bringing it up for the sake of it. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's great, like, when everything works, but most of the time, your teammates are terrible. Yeah, so I think we've we've made it through. Anything else you want to add before we move on, Night Harrow? No, no, I'm, uh, no. All right. So, I, don't, I don't know shit about okay. these games. <laughs> this Fair is enough. the fun part, Knight. You, everyone gets to have fun in the community round, which is definitely from the community and not made up by us in, like, a few seconds. All right. Matt, take it away. <laughs> uh, yes. So we got Stadia has a search bar. Give it up for the search bar. Woo! Let's go! Stadia got a search bar! It only took them how long? Almost a year? When did Stadia come out again? 2019? 2018? It took them how long to get that search bar? (laughs) Listen, if you think about it in the the grand history of humankind, right? It's taken us thousands and thousands of years (laughs) to to get Google, you know, to get a search bar. So really, when you compare... I think they're doing pretty good. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Stadia is better than Google. Good, good job, Stadia. Stadia, Stadia, you are the best. Owned by Google. Yeah. Or... Stadia is literally the best thing ever made. Thank you. Thank you. Wait a sec. I just realized this is Stadia owned by Google. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they were yeah. made. They were made by. Apparently, Amazon Luna is already better. I thought they killed it. I thought it's dead. Yeah, they're basically killing it. And and oh, that's. I, I'll bring this up as a tangent. But Knight, have you ever seen those people who play ESO on Stadia? <laughs> Uh, we've got one in the guild. Yeah, I. It's like they always refuse to accept that Stadia is dying. It's like, no, man, it's great. It's, it's great. Cold. Me, me and my, me and the other three people who still use Stadia. It's it's amazing. We just disconnect every few hours because there's a queue. 
I just I, can't get over that the search bar made a console without a search bar. <laughs> I just, I, I'm sorry, that baffles me. I think it's a product for the second and and uh, places where there exist also the third world in your in your you know local area. Yeah, but like you got to have really good internet for it, and that yeah, was like well, the biggest problem that I would see is like a limiting factor because unless you live in like a European country, good luck getting great internet without paying like and tons of money. I heard NASA really likes the console, so I mean that's pretty. Good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, next one, what man. Picture? Am I looking at this script? <laughs> is, is Dream the fat guy, man? Knight, do you know this? Knight in uh, Infinity? Do you, oh, Jay, do you know do you know who uh, the fat man in this picture is? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> he looks like someone I knew back in high school. Supposedly, it's a um, Minecraft creator dream. <laughs> Minecraft creator. <laughs> so it, it's this is basically this is a running like supposed docs of like this fra- famous Minecraft streamer called Dream. And everyone was throwing around, and it's kind of an inside joke for me and Matt. <laughs> I'm just here, everybody. How are you? <laughs> he's repping his team. I like him. <laughs> yeah, he seems very happy just to be here. I, I like his. Uh, here, let's like compress his that. Let's compress that image a little more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're making. It, I don't want to say that. That's rude. I was about to say you're making it wider, but I didn't want to say that. <laughs> oh, beautiful, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Wait, was that Orlando? It. What? fucking I soccer it, team was that uh we can let's let's examine yeah it's orlando, orlando. City. wow okay football with a guy that looked like that maybe it's him <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, you compressed it so much <laughs> this looks like a dab of colors number three why was my intro so crazy it's because you're quirky matt i know i can't help it i like to imagine matt wrote out that section of <laughs> like the lightning round he's like yeah here's a third topic why am i so wacky guys but with that i think we can bring this episode to an end uh big thanks to night harrow from tabbed out gaming for coming on speaking his mind and telling us his story so th- thanks for coming down night it was great having you night's gonna yeah. leave he's gonna be like i'm never going on this <laughs> show again <laughs> No, no, it's fun. It's fun. I, I, you know, I don't don't know a lot about some of these topics or anything, but uh, but it's definitely interesting. Uh, like, if, if nothing else, you got a viewer, yeah, <laughs> or a, li- a listener. So, yeah, yes, we got one more. We got three now. You know, Yay! you just keep doing this. You invite people on, you know, and then uh, you make know. the guests the viewers. Exactly. We're the new Scientology. <laughs> We're exclusive. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, down now. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming down. I'll have everything in the description, everything linked below. Um, and make sure you check out uh, Night Harrow's channel. He's an up and comer. He will be huge. I am investing all my money in Night Harrow coin. And uh, yeah, we'll see you around. Bye. 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 Later. <laughs>